Hello, 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 hello. We are live. Uh, just waiting for David to come in uh, and people to join the session. We are live with the Friday Feeling Mindset Sessions here with Blam, with David Rahman. Um, we are going to have a live Q&A. So get your questions ready for us. Uh, just waiting for Dave to come. The video shortly. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, um, we are um, in World Stress Awareness Day. So this is um, an event that's been put on to um, help people in business to lead better lives, Stress Awareness Week, that's it. So from the 1st to the 5th of November, International Stress Awareness Week uh, to raise awareness about stress prevention. It attracts media attention worldwide. It's putting health, happiness, and well-being into the heart of business. So I'm, I'm really excited that we're here with, um, with David uh, when he gets here. I've just dropped him a link and a message to say, come and join us. We're just hoping that he will be here soon. Good to see uh, Gerdav is here. Excellent. And um, yeah, we won't be long. Uh, just give us a couple of minutes to get everything organized. It's been back to back. Um, you could say stressful. <laughs> but this is how we deal with things. The um, we have a saying in our business called embrace the beauty of technology. How are we doing? Let me just quickly give him a call. Yes. Hello, 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 hello. Good to see you, man. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? Awesome, thanks. <laughs> really, really good. Um, and as we were um, discussing the topic earlier today, um, mm. I realized that it's International Stress Awareness Week. Mm. Right. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's very interesting. It's putting health, happiness, and well-being into the heart of business. Mm. So we've got a bit of a topic there. Um, Neil McLaren is here. We've got uh, some people here. So what, what are we going to do, guys, today? David is going to spend uh, the next 30 minutes with us, and uh, we're going to make this interactive. We're going to make this a Q&A. We're live across YouTube. We're live across uh, the Blam Academy Facebook group and also in the Blam in the Circle. Um, so I'm sure there's a few people watching here. Um, now, I'm going to let you do a little bit of talking yeah as we talk about international stress awareness week as we talk about stress in the workplace as we talk about the stresses and strains that are on the shoulders of the entrepreneurs of the world you know as they try to build their business through global pandemics and recessions and what like um and then i'm going to do a bit of rounding up within the group get everybody come and join us um so give us a couple of minutes mm. as we let you go ad lib <laughs> how you been you're right yes good thank you yeah really looking forward to this and looking forward to 
the questions this week, uh, uh, what people are going to ask. What questions do you have? Ed, do you have any questions that you wanted to? Or um, well, yeah, so, so um, I'm, you know, you, you know me. I'm a, I'm a pretty um, full-on, full-on energetic type of person. Mm. Um, and um, so, you know, it all starts from um, good morning to mm. good afternoon and good evening. Yeah. And, uh, and that's pretty consistent all the way through. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think people appreciate that. But in my job, uh, I call myself the dancing bear in front of the circus. <laughs> yeah. Dancing bear. Uh, and it's a good job he's chained up. Mm -hmm. that's not, it, it, it's a bit of a bad analogy. But um, it's exciting, exhilarating. It's, whoa, well, this is cool. But it's not for everyone, right? Mm. It's not for everyone. Mm. And um, and I think being aware of yourself in that. So I don't, I don't know what the question is, really. But how, how do we, you know, stress stress is part of business, right? It's part of business. So, how, you know, how do we cope with it? How do we deal with it? How do we, how do we process it? Yeah, some people. I mean, Grant can't be with us today because he's actually got gastric flu. Not very nice. Mm. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Mm. Right, but that sometimes may have something to do with the stress in the business. Mm. Is that is there a psychosomatic thing happening there? I did, yeah, I did think about that when you told me about Grant, uh, and of course our body and mind are connected. So yes. when we do get stressed, uh, it can affect any part of our body. You know, some people get stressed and they have tension in their neck. Some people get stressed, they get headaches. Uh, yeah. Some people feel sick. But stress is stress happens in life. Uh, it happens to everyone. If you're not stressed, that means you're not you're six foot under. So uh, stress is just <laughs> a, <laughs> it's just a reminder that we're here. Yeah. Uh, there's so many reasons for stress, isn't it? Uh, and uh, I'd love to love to know more from people what they're stressed about, and perhaps we can think of solutions, mindset solutions. Uh, people get stressed from traveling. People get stressed from doing things they don't want to do. They get stressed from over overwork, overwhelm. So it's um, something that yeah consistently. Yeah, of course. Uh, and stress makes you stronger. Yeah, <clears throat> lifting weights is putting stress on your on your on your on your body, which conditions you to um, be able to lift lift more stuff. So sometimes stress can be a good thing, right? Yeah, I haven't lifted well, weights. First question. Okay. <clears throat> question from Neil McLaren over in Glasgow. Hi, Neil. Good to see you, my friend. I've heard that it's said that stress isn't caused by the events. In the outside world, but by the way we deal with the events. Thoughts? I've heard that the stress isn't caused by events in the outside world, but by the way we deal with the events. Thoughts? Okay. Um, Neil, I'd like to know your thoughts about it. If 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 that's something that you've heard, what what's your thoughts about it? Um, as you pose the question and you've made the statement, uh, I'd love to know that. But. Before I can answer, before I answer that, or would you like me to answer it first? Actually, there's something that uh, I heard recently, and it was something that made complete sense. It's life is not what's happening to you; it's what's happening within you. 
and that made a lot of sense. Hmm. Is that Tony Robbins? No, it wasn't Tony Robbins. It was, uh, I think Proctor was talking, uh, Bob Proctor was quoting someone yeah, else. Yeah. Was, I couldn't remember who he was quoting. I was quoting someone else. So, um, so it's, it's what's happening within you. Yeah, so Neil, if you want to put your 2P in, uh, how we deal with it. But yeah, in in if Neil's busy typing away, I'll just I'll just uh, start. Yeah, it's how we process information. It's how we deal with it. It might be two people who have exactly the same event happening to them, but they uh, easier said than done. Uh, uh, that's gonna be quite overwhelming. Yeah. Um, Two people might process events. It's how we it's how we deal with events, or how we deal with how we res, how we respond to events. That that's really uh, so important, so important. So we might one person might be upset because it's raining outside, while the other person might say, "No, I'm just I'm I'm just going to get on with it. I'm not going to stress about it." Uh, one person might have set up. Um, you know, a, a, a party, dinner party, which is a very special dinner party, and then suddenly the uh, the cooker doesn't work or the heating packs in, and another person in another town has exactly the same problem, but their response to it is different. One person sort of mentally falls apart and uh, and says, well, "It's a disaster. I can't. I can't believe this has happened. This is an important dinner party. My life is." over uh, whereas the other person decides to be more resourceful and, and the guests come and they they take a different sort of action they say well the cooker doesn't work and let's order some pizzas let's still do it let's still take a different action so it's how it's how much action and how resourceful we we, we want to be that's that's an example of how we view an event you know one person might look outside uh, and say wow it's it's sunny I'm going to make the most of today, whereas the other person might say it won't last. So it's how we how we look at the world. We have a we have something called I call it the blueprint. Uh, it's our filter of how we look at the world, uh, and that filter is different to the next person, and it's different to the next person. So we all have a, a way of looking at the world, and the way we look at the world, or the way we get when we get information through through our five senses. Um, sight, sound, hear, and taste, and touch. We also get information as well through sixth sense, and that sixth sense is something that perhaps we we some people ignore. That sixth sense. So it's something that when we tune into that, we can make more sense uh, about what's going on. So it really depends. We get this information coming in, and two people look at it completely differently, uh, and how we process. But we're we're not in charge. We can't control the weather. We can't control other people, although we think we can. We can't control what's happening um, outside of us, but we can control what's happening inside of us, and that that is so important. That's for me. That's critical, really. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. Neil said events can be overwhelming. Yeah, absolutely. Events can be overwhelming. You know, you might have a uh, you might have a relative die. You might have a problem with your business you might have a problem with your car all these things hap can happen at once but it's it's how you deal with it do you do you, do you get 
Do you talk to people? Do you delegate? Yeah. You can have this process in place. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm exploring a few things, and this was all um, um, so, you know, sort of, um, I guess, incubated the idea of this. A while ago, actually, likes of Bob, Bob Proctor has definitely got something to do with it. But, you know, when, when you first get, like, when, when Bob Proctor is one of the first ones that you, um, that you get exposed to, what 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 he's what he says because he's been doing it for such a long time um, might not always immediately resonate with you. So um, it really started to come together for me recently when I read a book called uh, Happy Money by Ken Honda. Yeah, um, and it started to make me realize that we are programmed to behave in certain ways, and that it's actually not really our fault that we behave in that way. Um, yeah. So and it's, and, and usually in relation with money, those things, um, you know, they, they come to the fore. So um, he, he works on a principle that is um, thank you in and thank you out. Mm. Right? So yeah. they call it arigato money because arigato is thank you in, in Japanese. Yeah. So arigato. you should say thank you for receiving it. And we're all quite used to doing that. Mm. Yeah. Although you might open up your pay packet at the end of the month and go, that's not good enough. Mm. Right? <laughs> right? Mm. But then, then, so, and this, this suddenly it clicked with me. Um, mm. And then, how do you respond when you're actually spending money? The same thing. Uh, as, do, as you, do you, you know, do you, do you hate spending money on, on, on electricity bills or fuel bills or yeah. pay, paying for a holiday? Yeah. Paying for a holiday should be a joyous event. Yeah. You're going on holiday, man. I think, um, I mean, Ken Honda, when he talks about flow, the money flow of money and arigato, arigato meaning thank you, that when you're, when you're receiving money, arigato, you know, arigato, thank you for my paycheck, thank you for... Um, whatever check coming in the post but when you spend money say you're going to buy a coffee um and you're giving money to that person or you these days you know credit card uh again arigato arigato which is yeah. um, because money is energy you're just in the flow of energy you're just maintaining that flow if you, if you put hate or resistance to giving money um you're hey is uh jameson in the house um, if you if you if you just say thank you for receiving and thank you for if you see a bill for example a bill from I don't know uh, electricity company say thank you it's uh, thank you because that electricity has helped you live uh, you know and, and and run your house cook food have a have a warm shower that's all yeah. great stuff uh, have a warm shower I love warm showers and uh, it, it's so. If we can do that, it's just that it's that flow of uh, that's what abundance is, isn't it? It's a flow of energy. Well, that was it. So th that's the next thing. I mean, people talk about abundance, and it just sounds such an unreal word when you hear that for the first thing, because your whole mindset has been programmed out of out of uh, out of lack, out of lack. It's true. You know, I, I grew up in a broken family, so you know, and we we got we got the short end of the stick. You know, my, my dad ran off with all the money. My mum and I li lived on the breadline. Mm. So so all that programming gets you sort of this resentment towards 
these things. Yeah. Yeah. And, you, and your mum programming you. Now, I love my mum. Don't get me wrong. My mum's an absolute angel. That don't, don't 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 take this the wrong way. She's an absolute angel. But you do you do get programmed when you, from a very young age that there is this evil in the world, mm. right? Mm. Yes. And, and it's like, and, and it's not not really your fault when you know because that's what you've been fed. That's the information. And this is why Bob Proctor. That's all suddenly started to come together because when you were a kid, you have literally no reference points. The reference points are etched into your mind because of the stuff that you've been told as a child. Mm -hmm. You're so so right there. I mean, if you look at a child's mind, it's like you know uh, a record, an LP. It's like uh, an LP, uh, a record without any grooves in it. And then our, <laughs> our our parents then they they just feed us. Like my my you know my mum, my dad love. My father's not here anymore. I love him. And I miss him, but you know, he used to say, "Money is the root of all evil, and money doesn't grow on trees, and all all that sort of stuff." But he didn't make that up; somebody else told him. His parents. Exactly. But you know? and this is the beauty about that book from Ken Honda, because it's actually a generational thing. Yes. Because yes. and if you think about that, since the turn of the century, yes, we've had the First World War, then we had the Great Depression, then we had the Second World War. Yeah, and then actually, since then, we've been building, 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 and we've had recessions up and down. Mm. But those two generations, our great grandparents and our grandparents, have 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 instilled this, um, um, what they call it, this scarcity mindset. Mm. The scarcity mindset. So when when we start running out of money, we we literally get we get anxious, we get stressed. It's not a bad thing that you run out of money, because you know we live in a society where you can go, you, you can go on the dole. They give you money, mm. right? And then you can come back from that when you find yourself a job. Mm -hmm. I've been there several times, mm. and it's absolutely fine. You'll be fine. You're still fine after all of that. Yeah. You literally don't have to worry about it. Mm. I think but so. it's, it's so tough. Because we've got this mindset that it, you know, if we lose it all, we lose it all, and then therefore we get stressed, and which is so counterproductive. Yeah, it's it's that, you know, it's that fear, Ed, fear of um, if we don't have money. So there's so many fears just stack up, and then people then start thinking about fear of failure, fear of looking stupid, fear of being embarrassed. So many things, fear of not being able to pay the bills, and we have those. We clock up these fears, and it just happens in seconds. You know, we could just go from zero to ten fears in seconds, and mm -hmm. then we could be we could be having a nice, I don't know, dinner out somewhere, and we say so we're paying the bill, and then the credit card, <laughs> the credit card doesn't go through. And you're so embarrassed, you know, uh, and or you could be in the shower having a lovely shower, and you have a thought, what if that deal doesn't go through, or something like that, and suddenly you're scared. You're scared, just like a child. Your heart stops racing, and it, it is normal. It is normal to think that. But if if anybody just thinks about in their life all these waste worst case scenarios that we've thought about, what percentage has has actually come to fruition? And there's very little, next to nothing, comes to fruition because we always we always make a comeback. Always something. The universe just seems to deliver. If you if you just let it. Um, whatever you call it, God, yeah. universe, 
Well, I mean, there's a, there's a thought. Mm. I mean, just just look around you. Just around around you right now. Can you see things that have got infinite abundance? Mm. Of course. Did, yeah. what, 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 there, there is stuff around. There's stuff around you. Flowers, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I was, I was watching those five-minute videos, five-minute hack videos on um, on Instagram this morning on the train. I just flicked through it quickly and, mm. and then suddenly come across one of those videos where they do the five-minute hacks. Mm. And they were showing how you can, um, you know, chop the bottom of a celery stalk and, and it will start growing more celery plants. Mm. Yeah, um, and pick the seeds, pick the seeds out of a out of a pepper, mm. yeah, and put them in in soil, and you got more pepper tree. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, by, by the way, who, who's ever done that? By the way, you haven't. <laughs> you go yeah. buy one. Yes, exactly. Mm. There is abundance out there all the time. There's so much life on this planet. And that's where we are. We're just in the universe, you know. Mm. There is there is literally more stuff that you could ever wish for, mm. and it's just becoming aware of that and becoming at one with it. I mean, I started listening to Deepak Chopra this morning. Oh yes. It, it, again, it's not for everyone. But on Spotify, there is the abundance stories. It's just phenomenal, you know, and it's it's just mind blowing just listening to it. I mean, I. I've always struggled to meditate. Um, I think I had a little breakthrough. Uh, it's about a week ago now. One morning I was doing yoga and there was a meditation session at the end of it. And it's for the first time that I've actually, I think, experienced that where I could feel myself completely drifting off no thought. Because my thoughts are always racing. Mm. Yeah, meditation is uh, good. Uh, yeah, keep practicing. Keep looking for ways of meditating and you'll discover something. Uh, which is powerful. There's uh, there's a great piece on YouTube. Can I? I'll just find it on my. If I can find it on my laptop. Uh, yeah, twenty one days of abundance. I can share this link. Uh, mm, okay. Let me walk one moment, please. Copy this as well. I'll copy this into the group. So we've we've covered quite a bit there. Okay. So there's one one here. It's called the Miracle Tone. It's a fantastic piece uh, that I could share. Where's the link? I just link copy the Miracle Tone. I've discovered. Right. Let me just share this in the chat box for everyone it's fantastic it's a really fantastic piece uh where are we there you go uh, and it's uh it's recorded at 432 hertz uh with a 52 hertz 528 hertz frequency it's just a piece of music uh uh Neil's mentioned enjoy the silence yeah absolutely uh this, this is music you can listen to. It's fantastic. In fact, it's phenomenal. I listened to it for, I, I listened to it earlier on for half an hour. So I, I meditate regularly, more, more regularly than ever now. And I go into this um, deep alpha zone where you, your mind just seems to float rather than race everywhere. 
and it's mm. just so helpful. Uh, it's really helpful. I might even play in the background when I, I'm I'm in the shower. It doesn't matter. Just yeah. make sure you feed in that mind. I mean, from for me, I'm a very visual person. So if you if you were to paint a picture of what meditation looks like, what what, what would it look like? For me. Yeah, just, I mean, like I said, I, I struggle to even get to meditation because um, I've, I've done, um, you know, sort of guided meditation and sort of self, uh, what's called the guided hypnosis stuff. But they actually make me feel anxious. It makes me feel like I'm out of control. Right. 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 For the same reason, when I get onto an aircraft, I, I get anxious and nervous because I'm not in control of the of the, of the, of the plane. Which is probably a good thing, but um, you, you know what I mean. It's like a control issue. When I feel like I'm, I'm getting letting go of what, whatever the frontal cortex thinking is, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm. Well, I, I start feeling anxious about that. So mm. that's why I never go deep enough to sort of experience the benefits from it. I, I, I get where you are. Um, as soon as you said control twice in under thirty seconds. Uh, it, it means that your anxiety is only your anxiety is based from what you've just said, the fear of loss of control. So when you're of losing control, so when you're listening to something that's guided, you don't feel like you're in control. Or when you're on the plane, obviously you don't, you know, you're not in control. The pilot is. So what I what I would suggest, this is what I would suggest if you were my client, for example, I'd, I would say to yourself quite regularly, I command my subconscious mind to release my need to control. I'm going to trust from now on. I command my subconscious mind to release my need to control. It's that, it's that um, somewhere in there, there's a trigger for you. Uh, and that trigger is based on you needing to feel in control. If you're not in control, which is like what happens during meditation, but it shouldn't happen, you're, you're getting anxious because anxiety is not exactly the feeling you should be having when you're when you're um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a really visual person as well, Ed. Uh, so it's nothing to do with being visual. It's to do with what you just you just disco discovered. But it's powerful. What you can do is, I mean, you, it really works. Say to yourself, I command my sub... Because your subconscious mind, remember, it has, no, it has no option but to listen to you, to your conscious mm. mind. It, do, it, doesn't have a, a, it doesn't have an opinion. It only has an opinion what you fed it for... Uh, whatever you are, 21 years, you're 21 years old and over. <laughs> so whatever you fed it um, via your mum and dad, your friends, your business, whatever's happened has fed this need. So uh, I would I would really practice it. That's what's stopping you. It's really uh, the opposite of control, Ed, is, is trust. And I, and I can tell you that because... I had exactly the same, exactly the same problem. Quite a few years ago, the, the need to feel in control. Really, that need. And mm. If you don't feel in control, you, you, the opposite of being in control is out of control, and and that then breeds that little fear of oh, anxiety. That's what you. That's that's what anxiety is. Fear. Yeah. I, I hope that helps, Ed. It's yeah, definitely. It's well, it's sometimes visualization is good, and I think that's what I got during the, um, you know, so the I did it after the yoga. So you get this real sense of well-being from the exercise, mm. and then suddenly just 
that there was this like oh i need to go and do the next thing yeah i need to do the next thing with and i didn't think of the next thing i actually felt like i could let go of what was going to happen next i was always worried about what i've got to do next yeah i've got to get started with this and that and, and you know which is like i can't be doing this i can't I, I, I don't you know i can't be doing exercise i can't be doing sitting there doing nothing i've got to do something but i actually let go of that and it's the first time i go like wow i don't have to go do that i can just sit here i'm absolutely fine mm-hmm. nothing, nothing bad's going to happen if i just sit here mm-hmm. allowing yourself that little bit of um you know that that little bit of just being being now being yeah. there yeah being being here you, you know the, the, that that those two words be here and i i try not to start work until mid morning these days don't do any work i just want to I, i get get up when i want to so it may be early maybe late it doesn't matter i'm not going to follow anyone or anything i'm just going to be me uh, and uh, during the summer times i'll wake up early winter a bit later and i just don't work i don't work until mid morning when i'm ready to work because i can't be put myself effort into it so things like meditation really work uh they do they it does work but there's many ways of doing it uh a good one that you might try ed is uh it's it's based on the japanese meditation called the rose so where you sit in a room uh you sit in a room and you just focus on one thing it could be a picture uh it could be a point on the wall you just draw a cross on the wall something ed because if you're visual just stare at that thing so mm-hmm. if 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 it's a fireplace and it's uh, you got this roaring fire and this this beautiful flames just stare at it just stare at it and what you'll do is your mind will float away it's a beautiful thing that's really good for for you for me for anyone who's visual yeah well i was particularly chuffed at the yoga session because i managed to do a couple of moves which which yeah well done. and and then and that had something to do with that because to be able to do that move you have to focus on one point so that you keep the balance mm. and i managed to nail it and um and come back but yeah so cool man but well, our time together has been phenomenal again yet again i'm really glad we're doing this again every two weeks we go live with david david uh on the friday feeling mindset session um with david raman uh it's been an absolute pleasure we've got a we've got a quick quick message here from jay i think he says a simple and effective meditation technique is light at night light and light and night light Stare at it one minute and breathe in and out to count five. Then after a minute, close your eyes and see the flame at the point above your eyes. All right. Interesting. So this is where you're, I guess you're, you start looking cross-eyed. Is that what it is? <laughs> Do the breath in and out and keep repeating that cycle until your mind is at rest. I've practiced meditation for 30 years and studied in the foothills of the Himalayas. Happy to do a free online meditation in future for partners. We'll take you up on that, okay? We'll set up an event. Shelly, thank you for watching. Gurdev, Neil, thank you for your contributions today. It's been great. Thank you, Dave. Um, stay in the broadcast for a second. I just want to wrap up with you. Um, I'll just end the broadcast, live broadcast. 
Uh, we'll see you, you in the next one in two weeks' time. Thank awesome. you, Michael. See you, everyone.